Hello there, listener. Welcome to Movies Are Real for the month of November 2017. I am your host, George Cruz. I am here with the dying Ryan Lance. I'm always dying, but today it's funny. Some call I him thought he was going to start rapping Some or something. call him dying, Lance. I... But don't do that because it doesn't super rhyme right. Carrie Lyles. I'm here with Carrie Lyles. <laughs> I'm dying less than Ryan, but we're all just dying slowly. Really, you some raw, kinetic, <laughs> exciting energy here. We are a monthly movies podcast where we talk about the movies of the month prior and what we're looking forward to next month. This is, of course, the episode for November. We are about the end of this year. Uh, if you movies ask, these are almost over for the <laughs> year. Forever, yeah. We have Thank to soon. We will have to sit at, on that table and come up with a list of ten films that we would say are the best films of 2017. Number ten, Zootopia. I still don't understand it. Compromises, whatever. <laughs> uh, well, what if I told you there's definitely no chance Zootopia will be on the list for 2017? I don't know, man. Uh, there's, I'm gonna have to uh, quit the podcast. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm man. really passionate about Zootopia. Anyways, movies in November. As per usual with this podcast, it seems like there's a pattern with how folks schedule the release of superhero movies, because our first movie here is Thor Ragnarok. Uh, once again, a superhero movie, so I guess that's a th- that has to be a thing. We've uncovered a we, ca- we figured out... <laughs> oh, I got some papers right here. George Soros is covering up this conspiracy right here. Uh, Thor Ragnarok. Let me tell you about Thor The Dark World. It fucking sucked. <laughs> Is that Look, kind man, of, I will, Okay, yeah. I need, uh-oh. Thor Darkwood stands over here. <laughs> it's not the... Like, it's so forgettable, but it's not, like, bad. Not, and, it's not, like, and painful here's the, to here's watch. Here's the bit where I say, oh, yeah, sure, it's not as bad as Iron Man 2. And then you'd be like, Iron Man 2 is all right. Iron Man 2 is also yeah, fine. It's, it's, it's fine. Okay. Well... You know what's a bad Marvel movie? Captain America, the first Avenger. Okay. Unwatchable. Okay, well... It's terrible. Good movie, Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Thor Ragnarok, uh, I came out, and from the trailers, I think a lot of people really enjoyed it. I, it felt like super marketing to me with the uh, Led Zeppelin in uh, the very sort of. Uh, I wasn't. From the trailer and not. Like before I saw the movie, it just kind of felt like injecting the sort of uh, colorful and spacey Guardians of the Galaxy sort mm-hmm. of 80s. Like yeah. that sort of feeling into this movie because it worked so well with Guardians of the Galaxy. But. Now, having seen Thor Ragnarok, I personally think like that movie. The movie is a little bit. It's not as surface level and cheap as that. I think uh, they went for a vibe that it's truly it's it's truly its own. It feels a little bit more. Uh, I don't know. There's probably some cool space movie that I can compare it to, um, but it is interesting. And I know that's not a very descriptive word, but would you guys agree that there? I feel like there is. There are enough unique things about this movie and the way it uh, it has switched things up that make it really stick out in terms of color, in terms of costume design, in terms of the place where this movie primarily fits in, and just what they did with Thor and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, what, do you, what did you guys think about this film? I really, really liked it. Like, this is the first superhero movie that I've genuinely been like, oh, I liked it. And this was the first time I've ever watched a Marvel movie a second time. <laughs> oh, wow. I went, I went to see it because I, I always just watch them and then never think about them again. But I watched it with my friend a second time in the theater. And I just really like it. It's really funny. I think it's it's because of Taika Waititi because I love his movies. And so I feel like 
this is a good one. Mm-hmm. Would you agree? Like that sort, like it's got that something. You got yeah. that something, Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> um, if I, if I think I don't know why I didn't enjoy it. Like I enjoyed it more once I started to think about it and like what I saw. But at the time, it still has uh, these sort of Marvel esque jokes and punchlines and like beats that you would expect, mm-hmm. like some sort of like. Uh, Thor and Hulk don't just like agree on like on some dumb thing, and they make like a dumb goof. It's like, oh, Hulk is blah, 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 blah. like raging fire. Ryan, what do you think yeah, of this film? I super enjoyed it in terms of like like thinking about like the last few Marvel movies, like Spider Man Homecoming. That was disappointing. Doctor Strange. I mm. don't remember what even happened in that Doctor movie. Strange shows up in this movie, and I was like, oh yeah, you were a thing. Yeah, <laughs> I think that was my least favorite part of this movie because it just kind of showed up and just I like. I agree. Like it's cool, like world building, but he didn't do anything. But what about the part where Loki was like, "I've been falling for half an hour." That was pretty great. <laughs> and yeah, Kirby is a good point. Of like how like the the humor of this movie is so much better than like like. It's still very Marvel humor, but like the delivery of it is so much better. You know, you see, we see like Chris Hemsworth especially, like really yeah. just like and I think that's carrying yeah. the humor, mm-hmm. which like we see in the the Avengers saw, movies and stuff. In the Avengers mov- movies, yeah, you see but not in the Thor movies. He's very, very like, stern. As, like an actor, he's like super yeah, yeah. funny. You can see that in uh, the Ghostbuster. I was gonna say Ghostbusters, yeah, yeah. and. Like, I was trying to think, like, at the first Thor movie, and it's so dry. It's very and, serious. And, and Norse serious. God, the God of Thunder. It's very epic. And, and yeah. then Dark World had moments Kenneth of, like, Branagh Ratajkovic. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then this one is just so bright and fun, and, like, what, like, the Thor comics are, like, actually like. Like, it's kind of ridiculous in a fun way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, of course, you know, Chris Hemsworth, you have uh, Tom Hiddleston, and Kate Blanchett. Uh, and it, it's probably oh, been said, yeah. it's been said a lot, but Kate Blanchett's fucking phenomenal in this film. Uh, she reminded me of, uh, like a, a better version of, uh, what Elizabeth Banks was trying to do. Oh, in Power Rangers. yes, <laughs> definitely. Uh, you know, I, I, I liked, I liked Rita Repulsa, but I feel like they were both going for the same thing and Kate Blanchett just did it better. You know, in the end, I think this movie is a better Power Rangers. <laughs> Could we say that? Yeah, Power Rangers, the film movie of 2017, obviously. Yeah. Still the movie I feel like the most of, I think, this year. <laughs> um, but yeah, and uh, is it uh, Tessa who plays Tessa a Val- Thompson? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Valkyrie. Fantastic. Love, yeah. So was, like, goddamn cool. And she's going to be in the Avengers of Infinity that's so. War. That's great. That's yeah. awesome. I think, I think, I think, I think, Korg. Korg, yeah, Korg. Oh, yeah, Korg. That guy guy was also my favorite. Right, he was motion capped and voiced by By Taika Waititi. Because he always likes to put himself in a movie. movie. Right, he's that one character we find once Thor is fucking in the shit. (laughs) I tried tried to lead a revolution, but it was a real disaster. We didn't print enough pamphlets. The only people who showed up were my mom and her boyfriend, and I hate that guy. (laughs) (laughs) Piss off, ghost. He plays the sort. He plays. This sort of side character who's comedic relief, but it does it in a very interesting and dry and self-deprecating way. Uh, that is also he has like this sort of innocent tone. Uh, it's it's really it's really he charming. He killed it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's great. Yeah, he stole it's the movie. Really great. But yeah, I know uh, Valkyrie is supposed to supposed to play like a pretty 
significant role in Infinity War, the movie that has a fucking thousand people in it. So it's gonna Lord. be insane. I can we take that, a? I watched can we, that yeah. trailer and I just got stressed out. Can we? Yeah. Like, Who are these can we take a quick detour right now <laughs> to say what we think about this movie, which is pretty much like the biggest movie of the last like two dec like the last two decades. It's probably the biggest movie ever. Like just in terms of stars like, in it, like scope and yeah, just like, everything about like, it. Like Avengers was like a big deal. Cause like it brought like six people together, and also a guy who had fucking bow and arrow. Yeah, <laughs> dumbass. <laughs> but this is fucking ten years worth of movies in so one, and it's just like, again, we don't usually happens. talk about trailers, but I needed this quick aside. What was we think about this trailer? Cause I didn't think of a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like I watched the whole thing, and I was just. I was like, like, this I, can, like a... I, I, I can see myself in the theater exactly what I'm gonna be doing. I'm gonna be like, this looks Whoa. like a Marvel movie, all right. <laughs> but it's, it's just like, like 10 where's Korg? Ten Marvel movies happening at once. Brian, what do you think? I need, like, the trailer didn't do enough to like make it seem any different from the other Avengers. Movies. I agree. Like, there's has, no like weight. More, <laughs> like the biggest issue with Age of Ultron is like it was just a retread. It also just fucking sucked. Yeah, it wasn't good. <laughs> and this one has, like, a lot more newer people, like Doctor Strange. Spider-Man, but it also feels very Age of Ultron. All, all, all the fucking Guardians. Yeah. But, like, it still feels the same. I don't yeah. know. I need to see more. There's no grandness to it. There's no, like, yeah. it's just my, like, Thanos could be fucking anyone. Like, yeah. like it doesn't, like, put the weight of it And, at yeah, all. they've, like, hinted at it yeah, the they other have. ones. But, like, what has he done? He's sat in that fucking chair. Yeah. And like, eh, I'm the bad guy, bruh. Excited for Josh Black... Brolin, I was in Jonah Hex. Bleh. Excited for Black Panther. Anyways. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's true. Um, yeah, I don't know. Thor I can't... Ragnarok. I think it's my favorite Marvel MCU movie. I would agree with that. Yeah, it's pretty tough. Like, again, I can't... I haven't sat down to really find the vocabulary to describe, mm-hmm. like... But it has this distinct look. Like, everything that it... it... Haita Wati. Yeah, it's probably the direction <laughs> here. Uh, because... I think there was a turning like when Guardians of the Galaxy came out, it was such a turning point because it was so different from everything else. And yeah. I feel like this is so different from anything else. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone I followed on Twitter was like, "I'm upset that Thor three, like, Thor Ragnarok, is the third in a series because I want this to be the origin point and more movies to be sort of like this. Mm-hmm. Because uh, we don't, like this could be the last Thor. I don't I even mean, know. Is I mean, this they, the last Thor movie? Or is there, I don't even they, know. They've only ever done like three ones, but they've never said that. So yeah, like I don't know. Three. We don't really know what the direction is because I know they said like. The movies now after uh, Infinity War are going to be past movies or very future movies or something. Yeah. So, but I like the concept of it is just like basically a Thor Hulk team up thing. Yeah. In like yeah. a fun, and it's set like all on Sakaar, the weird trashy the space trash planet. planet ruled by. That's Jeff why it's so Goldblum. good. It's and like some fucking Mad Max fucking Thunderdome I shit. I know, it's and like there's a bunch of you could just put any two like fun Marvel characters on some weird distant planet and just have just have a fun also, time. Also, Mark Ruffalo is need... really good. Yeah, he's like really good. Man. Mark Ruffalo is very good. He's a fine actor, but as a person, I deeply do not like him. <laughs> what did he do? What did Mark Ruffalo do? He doesn't think, he thinks Bad Eleven is an inside job. Oh, he does? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. He's also do, I need, so... do I need to turn on my Alex Jones so... voice again? Oh, he's also oh, no. super pretentious and like an asshole. Uh, I have some documents right here. <laughs> Um, also, Jeff Goldblum's in this movie. Yeah. He's, oh, hell. He's, he's pretty good in Jeff it. Goldblum is Jeff Goldblum. Listen, here's what I'm going to say. Him. I'm going to. I'm a controversial. I think Jeff Goldblum's fine in this movie. Like, he's good, but he doesn't, like, have a he character. Plays himself, yeah, exactly. And that's enough. Like, yeah. Okay. It's clearly, they were just like, just. Just do what you would do if you were there. Yeah. It's like Taika oh, Waititi was like, you know what would be hilarious? 
if Jeff Goldblum was just <laughs> yeah. in this movie. And not, like, not a guy. Actually, Jeff Goldblum. That's actually Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> but let's, let's give him some crazy makeup. It'll be awesome. It'll be Because he doesn't have, like, a character name. He's, like, the creator. So He's the yeah. grand master. Yeah, so it could be Jeff Goldblum. And that's, like, <laughs> it's a character in the comics, but, like, it's a fucking nothing character. <laughs> um... There were some of those things that did great. I mean, like I said, the, when those Marvel, the the very, like, by-the-book Marvel goofs really, like, okay, it's a Marvel movie. But also, there's this focus on this fucking character. I forget what the name of the person who, like, uh, pretty much is the protector of the Bifrost, that Idris Elba's character was. Uh, I'm the, oh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But there's this new character. Carl Urban. Yeah. Whatever. Oh, uh. But yes, there's this new character. He's sort of like, uh, like this hat, like this person at the job who like does everything half ass mm-hmm. uh, and thinks he's hot shit. And they spend so much time on him, and he has like a redemption arc, and it's completely uninteresting. I don't even understand. I don't like him whatsoever, and I don't know why I wasted time on him. Uh, that's my one thing with that. I like Carl Urban. I like Bones. I like Bones. He's funny. No, like I get like you could like kind of toss him aside in the movie. Probably wouldn't be. I didn't even know. Was that actually Carl Urban? Yeah, it was Carl. I didn't Urban. even know it was Carl Urban. <laughs> <laughs> I love. I love Dread. Crazy hairstyle. Um, anyways, is that all that is to say about Thor? Yeah, it's dope, man. It's a good movie. Mm-hmm. Can't uh, wait to see it again. Mm-hmm. Murder on the Orient Express is a film. They gave us a lot of not clue. set in space. No, not set in space. It's pretty... <laughs> probably far from the opposite. Yeah. Uh. This film gave All star cast. Yes, and oh, it gave yeah. us a lot of clue vibes, which is a fantastic film. Oh my god, one of my favorite movies of all time. Um, yeah, sure. And so Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I I wasn't I didn't see it. Oh, you didn't. I didn't. I, I was that, not here when, when you saw that. Uh, but y'all went to see it. Ryan fell asleep apparently. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know how much Ryan knows. Uh, I didn't miss Apparently, that much. Ryan knows enough to be going around saying that he didn't like the movie. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, okay, so, like, I don't fall asleep during movies. Like, ever. The you last, do, though. You did. I did this one time. <laughs> the only time I remember doing this before is during Avatar. And I feel like that is... <laughs> that's very, that's, that's very, like, you understand. That movie's boring. The only hell. movie in the theater I've ever fallen asleep in was uh, Transformers Age of Extinction. Well, that's understandable. <laughs> that is, yeah. And, like, the re- like we we all know the story uh, of Transformers. What's of Transformers. Uh, what's, what's... Hercule Perrault. Yeah. <laughs> World famous detective on a train. Mm-hmm. There's a mm-hmm. murder on this train. Harry Hole. The train is called the Orient Express. <laughs> oh my god, this would have been a completely different movie if Harry Hole was in charge of solving the murder. <laughs> and like the point where I fell asleep is like he's investigating the murder and he pretty much just goes between talking to like different yeah. people. He the, most of the movie is uh well, cause uh Johnny Depp plays this character named Ratchet. And uh, he is on this train, and the train is, like, full. There's tons of people. And uh, they get derailed because there's an avalanche of sorts. And then they wake up in the morning, and he has been murdered. And they're like, oh, shit, how did this happen? And Hercule Poirot just happens to be on the train because his one of his buddies is the guy in charge of the trains. And so then it's just him trying to figure out what happened the entire time. And a good portion of the movie is him, like, interrogating the passengers. So, we, I mentioned Clue, but was that sort of a... 
Was that sort of a thing we just threw at it because of the murder mystery and the ensemble yeah, cast? Yeah, it didn't. Or? It didn't okay. The most clue thing about this movie would be the trailer, I would say, oh, okay. <laughs> where it lists their titles underneath them. Like, there's not... It's it's kind of clue-ish just in the fact that who murder. killed this person and yeah. how, but, I mean, it's, it's not... I thought it was really funny, but it's really not that funny. Because like, I just, I just really like Kenneth Branagh, so right. anything he Look, does, man, that's fair. He's great in this movie. His and... mustache is somehow better than his performance. Which, like, somehow, that's not a diss on him. It's, 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 it's a just compliment. a really exemplary mustache. Yeah, it's perfect. But well, because he plays like a theatrical, cartoonish detective guy, and that's one of my favorite kind of characters. And like, I like, cause, but like the movie would like go from him being like all theatrical and funny then like oh this person got fucking stabbed how that <laughs> a fucking lot. happened and then it would go back to being funny and then like that whole like back and forth just got tiring it didn't lead anywhere for a long time yeah. and that's when I fell asleep <laughs> and then I heard a gunshot I was like whoa whoa what whoa happened? <laughs> something happened in the movie it's crazy so and, it... then, and then the ending thing happened I was like oh I remember now that's kind of that's excuse me that's pretty dumb actually. no <laughs> So it is kind of fun, and in between, fun. like the oh, this is a murder mystery. So yeah. yeah. Okay, gotcha. If you can stay awake all night, <laughs> it's a lot of fun. So Carrie, you really enjoyed this. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Um, and it's a very, the, it's I a mean, very I've, Carrie movie. Yeah, I mean, it's true, and it's uh, and I like, I like trains. I like trains. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's just uh, his characterization and just, I don't know, it's like dialogue heavy and it's cool costumes and there's all kinds of characters and there's it, intrigue and there's reveals and it's like oh, what and it's, is it long uh it's like right under two hours i think okay so it's not too long no no okay. it's not it didn't i mean i didn't think it felt long but okay <laughs> so is there anything uh that we should specifically hit on i guess before we move on to it because you told me um, not that maybe you should uh, not to watch it watch well, it if you have the time but. i mean I don't. I don't know if it's you would not like required. It. Yeah. No. Material. Yeah. No. It was. I mean, because I just remember watching that trailer and being like, "Uh, yeah, yep. that trailer's really good." It's a <laughs> yeah, great. I felt the same way. <laughs> and then I read the book and I really liked the book, so then I was like, "This is gonna be great," and it was. Okay. And I'm the only one on planet Earth who feels that way. <laughs> yeah, it feels like this movie kind of came and went. <laughs> yeah, people do not like this movie. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, uh, I've seen a lot of really low ratings. Huh. But but a lot of people are really thrilled that uh, there's a movie about a large group of people uh, getting together to murder Johnny Depp. So that <laughs> hey, fantastic two coming at you, baby. But I mean, I think this is a great movie. And if you like, if you are a fan of Kenneth Branagh, do yourself a favor and mm-hmm. watch this film. If you're a fan of Ken, if you're not a fan of Kenneth Branagh, do not watch this film. No, what's wrong? Watch with you? Jack well, Ryan. Yeah, first off, Jack Ryan. Now that is a boring movie. <laughs> Kenneth is amazing in that movie. His opening scene is him. Uh, uh, I don't remember anything about the plot of the movie, but Kenneth Branagh plays this Russian dude, and his opening scene is him uh, getting his blood blood drawn for some reason, and the guy can't hit the vein or whatever, and so then Kenneth just backhands him and slaps him and takes the needle out of his hand and draws his own blood. And I was like, yes. Kenneth Branagh was behind Cinderella, right? Yeah. Yeah. Let me tell you about a boring ass fucking wasteless fucking useless fucking movie. Cinderella. Fuck that movie. Holy shit. I never watched it. It's it had a frozen effort. short in front of it also, so we did another movie that came out this month. Oh fuck! I didn't see Coco, I just realized that. Oh wow. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, wow. Yeah, we missed that. I, I didn't want to see it because of that Frozen thing. <laughs> I heard it, but they're removing it now. They are, so I might see nice. it now. Buck wild. <laughs> How is 22 minutes a short to play in front of a movie? 22 minutes? Yes. Oh, ridiculous. Fuck me. It was originally supposed to be like a, a cartoon like special, like a 30-minute cartoon special. Oh, oh like yeah. a holiday and, thing. Yeah. yeah, but then they just put it on front of a Pixar movie. I'd be pissed. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of people were, and apparently oh there's like... Several musical numbers, and it's just bad. <laughs> that sucks. Oh, yeah. Speaking oh. of Olaf, Josh Gad was in Murder on the Orient Express. I will say, there are some scenes in this in Murder on the Orient Express that are very clearly, like, because I read the book not too long before watching the movie, and they're very clearly like, we gotta punch up this this dry book and make it more exciting. For I got just the man for the job, Josh Gad. <laughs> There's like a chase scene that's in the movie. People get st- chase scene in the movie, not in the book. People get stabbed in the movie. No one gets stabbed in the book besides Johnny Depp. Hmm. Well, not in the book. It's well, Johnny Depp, but you know, it's a fun. <laughs> the book explicitly says <laughs> Johnny Depp several years before he's born. It's like, huh, huh. <laughs> What's well, happening here? Speaking of murder, hey. the killing of a sacred deer is a film. Yes. Directed by Yorgos Lathimos? Mr. Yeah, the Lobster he's... himself. Mr. The Lobster. Mm-hmm. Mr. George's l- less <gasps> not as liked movie of the year. Of 2016. <laughs> A movie that, movie that I like, in theory, not so much I enjoy watching. <laughs> I love that movie. It's the dog stuff, Carrie. The whole dog thing is just... Listen, listen. That movie is good. That movie movie looks pretty, and I like uh, Colin Firth in it. So, Carrie, I really wanted to see Killing a Sacred Deer. (laughs) Unfortunately, you're giving Colin Firth a lot of work. I just took in. I I really wanted to see this movie, despite my issues with the lobster. Unfortunately, it was only in theaters in our town for a fucking week, and I missed it (laughs) because I think I was in the hospital when it was out. Uh, I don't, I don't remember. I don't but... remember. Oh, I'm so glad you remember what I was carrying. Big deal to me. Who are you? <laughs> but yeah, I totally missed it. Anyways, Carrie. So Carrie, I, you like this I movie saw. A lot. I so like so I threw so I threw out my like oh I don't know about this and then I saw the trailer and I was like okay it's a spooky esque movie. It's real spooky. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if I call it. Sp- or the, my, my the trailer made seem like a thriller. We're more like, we're more like just morally disturbing. Yes. yes. Okay. Okay, <laughs> Carrie. Well, we like this movie more than we like the lobster. Uh, oh, uh, well, fuck. Well, I, th- I, I told you this. I have given up on guessing what movies you guys are going to like. Because right, I'm fine. always wrong. That's fine. <laughs> you thought I'd like Personal Shopper. That's, well, duh. Of course you're going to fucking like Personal <laughs> Shopper. Uh... But, uh... You thought I'd like Murder on the Orient Express. <laughs> and look how you repaid me. <laughs> Audible snore into the theater. Really? No, I didn't. Oh, no, I didn't snore. Good. That would have been hilarious. I, uh, this, uh, I, I'll tell you guys afterwards. I went to see Murder on the Orient Express again, and there was Audible snoring. Uh, <laughs> and Killing a Sacred Deer, I don't even know what this movie's about. Uh, it's Should you know what it's about, though? Is it better if you just don't know? There's this kid and Yeah, tell me what you think you There's know. the I saw the trailer once and yes. there's this kid and there's fan and there's this family and then this kid gets close to this family and then weird shit starts to happen around this kid and this family. Yeah. That's all I know. Yeah. So Colin Farrell is a 
surgeon. He's a heart surgeon, and he, like, befriends this kid because he wants to be, the kid wants to be a surgeon in the future. And it's basically, I don't, I don't want to spoil the... The thing? I mean, well, like, I was thinking about spoiling, like, because it's... The, I'm the, interested the in seeing cool, this movie. I'm and I, I want you guys to yeah. watch it, but, uh, if you're able to, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but it's basically just, uh, the, this, the kid does get close to the family and then you find out more about what is the relationship between Colin Farrell and this kid. You find out that it's more than just, he's like mentoring him in a way. And there's like a more deeper some might say sinister connection between them and then this kid starts to have adverse effects on colin farrell's family mm, okay and an important decision has to be made is it does it have a similar pacing to the lobster the lobster i remember being only like an hour and a half half or hour 40 but i remember it feeling like a fucking eternity for me um, i didn't feel like i didn't feel that way during that yeah, I, that's me. This movie is definitely. I I said this, and you guys were like, "What do you mean?" And like, I thought this movie was not as silly as the Lobster. I thought the Lobster was like really goofy at most parts, but I don't know. That just might be my no. It is. It is. Is it, it is. But it like but, it, the the things that are in my brain that register as like funny and comedy just didn't fire. Like, yeah, but I recognize that they were going for like. So, a, and it, I, for me, when I watched the Lobster, I was like, "Oh, that's funny," and then like a horrible theme would happen, and then like my the my brain correlation is now like. Oh, this is disturbing now. Yeah. But uh I just really really like the tone of the movie. Like it's a very similar tone to the lobster. Like they have the like dead emotionless delivery and I love that. I don't know why, but when I watch it, it's just like things that they say register as funnier when they're just saying it with zero emotion. Like this movie had some of the funniest lines of dialogue that I've heard in a really long time, but they were like, they weren't played for humor, it seemed like, but that made them funnier. <laughs> and I was alone in this theater. Well, I wasn't alone. There was one other person, so I didn't feel comfortable <laughs> laughing out loud. <laughs> at, at, uh, uh, but, I don't know. It's I like the performances. The soundtrack's really cool. It's very timpani-heavy, so there's lots of, like, swelling, cool drums. Okay, that sounds cool. And uh, there's a lot of tracking shots as Colin Farrell is walking through mm-hmm. this hospital, so it gives it a really cool... Tracking shots are cool. It gives it a really cool Kubrick kind of vibe to it, but I'm scared to say that because then people are like, oh, that's definitely not Kubrick-esque, but whatever. Shut up. But, <laughs> but yeah, it just... I really like it, and I think you guys would dig it. I ho- I would hope in my heart that you guys would dig it. Okay. And there's some cool stuff, and there's some morally disturbing stuff. <laughs> also, that poster is fucking it's a good dope. It's a good Holy poster. shit, man! I really like the poster. A lot yeah. of good posters this year. Top ten posters of the year. My favorite. Murder on the Run Express. Fa- I really like yeah, that it's poster. Yeah, a good poster. Uh, I my favorite is it comes at night and yeah, then they fucking very, yeah, butchered it for yeah. the DVD. Oh, yeah. oh, I was so pissed. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it just like it comes? It's, it's Joel Edgerton with a gun on the front. And he's like most <laughs> underappreciated movie of the year. It comes at night. I love that. You'll hear more about great. that in our movie of the year's discussion. That's true. Maybe. Maybe. Who I guess. Knows? I don't know. Look at your list. It didn't seem very high. <laughs> it's all right you know i saw it a second time and yeah, i don't know i watched it a second time and i was like damn i like it more oh okay honestly. well all right really? 
Listen. The podcast was over. <laughs> I was thinking about that because I like have been comparing me and Ryan's list that we've been going throughout the year, and I'm like, I have no idea how we're gonna fucking get, a, get a conclusive I top ten for like, the three. Of us. I feel like we I, have such different tastes. So I feel like, like I'm gonna be the gonna very. I feel like I'm gonna be like the very swing state this year. Cause You'll I, be like, well, no, me, right. and, me and Ryan are gonna be like, we have our movies, and you're gonna be like, um, actually, Atomic Blonde though. <laughs> well, let me tell you about what. we came out on Blu-ray, uh, uh, guys. And I, I understand like, that you think Dunkirk is good, but. But what about Happy Death? Day? I completely <laughs> forgot. Guys, what I asked me upset we took Dunkirk. This is a this is a complete <laughs> with Happy Death Day. This is a complete tangent. But yes, I completely fucking forgot Dunkirk came out. Just fucking completely. All you motherfuckers on my on Twitter being like, "Wow, what an incredible fucking film! Wow, what a, made me really think of it like my support our troops." <laughs> And it was like, it was a- happy Death Day, though. <laughs> happy Death Day is good. Anyways. I haven't seen it. I, I haven't know. seen it yet either. Let me... Okay. <laughs> Lady Bird. I had no fucking idea what this movie was about when I walked in that movie. <laughs> I didn't either. I, like, I was talking... Someone on... Tw- uh, uh, friend on twitter was like oh ladybird's really good and i was like i have no idea what that movie's about it's a scary movie and then they responded to me so i'm like oh well fucking i don't know and then you were terrified um like, bird people <laughs> uh but yeah ladybird divided by was it greta gerwig greta, yep. greta gerwig uh which apparently is a person i should know about right when when this movie started getting hyped they were like oh this is why we love greta gerwig and i was like no, i don't I know remember who, seeing that i don't know who that is <laughs> She, she's like, in, I hadn't heard her name before. Like, I'd seen the Frances Ha poster before, but I've never seen anything with her in it. And so then everyone was like, oh, Greta Gerwig, my queen. And I was like, who? She was in 20th Century Woman, which a uh, movie that I have been meaning to see. Last year? She was also the star of the High Met Your Mother's Mother spinoff, How I Bet Your Dad. That was canceled because people... Apparently, people did not think she was funny. Uh. How I Met Your Dad. How I Met Your Dad. But Lady Bird is a coming-of-age movie. Yeah. Um, Written about uh, Greta Gerwig's own life a little bit. Um, Very influenced by her own personal experiences. And so, like, that really is this mo- It is a coming-of-age movie, and it is the things that... Well, actually, Carrie, I want to hear your take on this, because I haven't really... You're a girl. No, that's not why. <laughs> Just because, like, um... like. When I was growing up, I really, really loved coming-of-age movies. And I think yeah. it was because, like, the first movie that I fell in love with was The Breakfast Club, which sent me on a John Hughes, like, <laughs> fucking obsessive path of watching everything and blah, 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 blah. But then, like, once I grew up, I was like, these movies are very formulaic and they had the same sort of peaks and valleys and the same sort of moments. Same way um, I feel about them, yeah. In, uh, like... It and sometimes it, like it tries to replicate the sort of dialogue of a person who is g- growing up and the sort of conflicts you have with your parents and it can be sometimes very cringy and, and mm-hmm. sometimes it doesn't hit those marks. Um, and Lady Bird has a lot has a lot of well, the the for the the same the template is there, but I personally feel like Lady Bird uh, does a great job of living like maximizing the potential of a lot of the parts that of a coming of age movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to hear your take, because um, it really is just a coming of age. Like I don't know how yeah. much to, to set it up. Like it's just a coming of age yeah, review. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, I liked it, but I was expecting to love it, and I didn't love it. I really liked it, and I feel like I missed something <laughs> in the movie. Mm. But I just checked out as soon as as I don't know if this is a spoiler or not. But as soon as she's spoiler, like, I guess. as soon as she's like. Well, I have to lie to the popular people because I want to be a popular person. Uh, I was just like, yeah, yeah, I've seen Camp Rock yeah. too. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah. It's like, but 
but I get it because like she that's just part of her character that she's like a compulsive liar as a defense mechanism but... and it's also like it's easy to like the, like the first thing you want like at least like as someone who like quote unquote cr- like critical analysis fucking mode whatever the hell like it's easy to be like oh this is so easy and lazy and cheap but it's like also teenagers are boring and like they make the dumb same <laughs> yeah. mistakes like it's all like yeah so it's like yeah eh. I mean it's a really well written movie I'm not saying that it's yeah. badly written but I just don't I was just you like, weren't able to get that connection. To no, yeah, I didn't relate to her because I thought she was. Kind of, I thought that was kind of a stupid thing for her to do because she seemed like, she seemed like a smart girl who had cool things, and she was like, "But I need to be popular, though." And it's like I never understand that motivation mm-hmm. whenever a character does that. Like it kind of feels un. It just kind of feels unrealistic, and I think I don't know if it's because like you're from the outside looking in. Yeah. Uh, like I've done some dumb shit. I didn't do that many dumb things when I was a little kid when I was younger, but I don't know it. From the outside looking in, it's, it's that stuff just like ugh, cringy, and it's like been done before. But I mean, it's definitely like a really, really good movie. Like it's better than it's better than like better oh, than pretty much all the other yes. movies of its kind. Of its kind I just yes. don't think I like this kind of movie that much. Yeah, I think I grew out of it too. Um, Ryan, what did you think? You saw it before I, I, any of us, and I you did, really like it. I think I okay. super loved it. Yeah. So like, the coming of age movies they don't. They usually don't do much for me, mostly because they're so, like, dependent on, like, you finding an attribute of this character and, like, it reflecting yeah. on something in your life. Definitely. And then yeah. you're like, oh, yeah. It's like when I watch fucking Stand By Me or Breakfast Club or stuff like that, I don't really connect to anything. And also with a lot of, like, those types of movies, they always reach, like, some ending point where it's like, oh, I get it now. Yeah. And, and they're very, like... And this movie definitely has it. Uh... Oh. I don't know about that. I'll get to that. Okay. But, like, a lot of those movies, and, like, my biggest issue with Breakfast Club, which, like, it's a great movie and all, but, like, the, the ending, I don't like the ending of that movie at all. Really? Yeah, it, I really like it, that it feels like everyone really took a left turn and went outside of how their character should. It is a little too clean. Should, should, I, it is a little too clean, yeah. And that's, like, my biggest problem with coming age movie. It ends so clean because it's, like, we need to have a definitive ending to this yeah. story. Yeah. But, like, what I admired most about the ending of Lady Bird is, like, there wasn't really a definitive ending to it. It's just, yeah, she, like, has this arc, and she does learn a few, like, lessons on the way, but her character at the end still is this bratty girl Mm -hmm. who's, like, still doesn't, like, understand, like, what her parents are doing Mm -hmm. for her. But, like, she's taken, like, important steps to, like, realize, like, like, where to go next. And... It's not like some definitive like oh I get it. So I was gonna it's, say it's like she's she she's truly progressing and that's how mm-hmm. normal people like evolve. Yeah. It's not like one moment. It's it's all these small moments that build us into who we become. And that might be the most interesting thing about Lady Bird. Like one of the most like out of the things I think that make it rise above is that because I was gonna say there is a clear moment where they could have just ended right there. Like oh, there was okay. the, here's the switch. Here's the thing where like oh. But, but, like when she goes when she goes out to New York. Okay. Uh, spoiler, she goes out to New York, I guess. Um Like it felt to me like I was like, oh, is this movie gonna just gonna keep on going and there's gonna be a, like a lesson or something? Um and it just have she just has this moment like with her mother that isn't at it's not it's played It's not like yeah. I'm so sorry. Yeah, exactly, about exactly. Yeah. Yes. I now understand the extent of everything you've done to me. Yeah, it's like yeah. it's just a phone call like, "Hey, I like you had this like cuz she has like this one moment like, eh, like 
in like a, a like it's like everything's connecting but she's still not there yes yet. exactly yeah. yes yeah and that's what i think is super dope about it yeah because like I, the whole time watching this movie i was like okay she's gonna like listen to her mom and she's not gonna move out to new york like she wants to she's gonna stay in town because like that's the logical theme because she's fucking poor right it's expensive to move across the state where to a fancy school which she wants like her main goal in the movie is, like, she's she's a senior in high school and she wants to go to a fancy out-of-state college mm-hmm. in New York because she hates San Francisco. Uh, Sacramento. 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 My mouth was saying San Diego. My <laughs> girl wasn't right. And her parents want her to stay in town because it's cheaper and also they won't be near their fucking daughter. Mm-hmm. Like, as a parent would, obviously. But she's like, no, I have to go to New York. And that's, like, the main... There's there's a lot of, like, moments of her development. That's, like, her main overarching right. goal throughout the movie. And yeah, I, I kept felt feeling like, oh, she's gonna like learn a lesson to be like her mom, be like, oh, you know what's best for me, I'll just do what you want. But no, she she's still fucking does what she wants. That's what fucking kids do, especially ratty girls. But like, she's develop, she's developing as a person, and I understand that. And even like the way like they handled her lying to rich people, I liked that a lot more than because yeah. that's been done a lot yeah. of stuff. But I felt like it was done a lot better. Well, because there is that layer where it's more like a class struggle thing rather than definitely. Just, yeah. I want to be popular yeah. because I want to be popular. It's not like I want to like. There's a ass. like a, a deep rooted yeah. shame that she has mm-hmm. that she hasn't definitely. fully faced, and, and she's trying to cover it up. And it's also, like, built up as, like, she's been doing this forever. Yeah. Yeah. Like, even, like, when, like, her parent, her dad drops her off from school, like, even though, like, they don't address that moment right away, like, I was gonna be like, oh, that's interesting that she's doing that. Mm-hmm. And then, like, they work towards that later. And it's just super dope. I think it's my favorite, my favorite part of that movie is probably the end, only because... Like that first, that whole last section, it it takes like it's a lot longer than you expect. So like like you like you said, Ryan, like, you think there's gonna be a moment, and then yeah. it isn't. She goes, and it happens fucking quick. Yeah. Like it's just a montage. Like okay, they're gonna make the bait. Like here's the, how we're gonna put another like we're gonna re up our mortgage on the house, or we're gonna do this and this and this. And she's in New York, and she's like, there's that one like she's just in New York. She's mm-hmm. just like, and it, you can really feel like how fucking just different it all is and i know a lot of movies have like this like oh it's the big city Whoa, look at this but there's something like at that point you know this character that being there is fucking significant and fucking mm-hmm. weird um I, I i really really enjoyed that last I scene um i don't it's know it's like despite everything that like this movie has told you and like past movies have told you it's like she should not like being there like she mm-hmm. should go there and be like you know what actually but no, she's just there, just like, yeah, yay. And also, I personally don't think like it is some fucking. I feel like uh, the praise for this movie might ruin. It's the highest rating. It might yeah, ruin. Yeah, exa- yeah. It might ruin people going in because like it's a it's a great movie, but I don't. I know I watch this with my parents because like my. My parents are weird. They exclusively like coming of age movies. <laughs> like that's it, and that and watching it all is probably ruined my my enjoyment of those movies. Just because like, ugh, it's the only thing they like. <laughs> and like they watched this and they did like it because like there wasn't an ending to it. Like it just didn't end. It's like that's the point of the movie. Are you missing the point? Was like, yeah, but I like movies that have an actual ending. It's like, get out of here. Get out of here, mom! It's like you have you have a whole lady yeah, for yeah, a segment yeah. too. You have a tumultuous relationship with your that, mother. That'll be she that'll be the, like Lady Bird. That'll be the movie I write about my life. Lady Bird too. My mom doesn't like Lady Bird. 
my movie's all about like me showing my parents movies they don't act like it, but they don't have a definitive ending to them. Like, well, I'm so sorry that's not like, you know, freaking The Lost Boys. Not every movie can be The Lost Boys of movies. Jeez. Mom! Uh, <laughs> one last thing, I think, before we move on. I think the one of the things I found really interesting about this movie is that it's, it is a coming-of-age movie, but it's also a coming-of-age movie of being on the line between, like, middle class and just being, like, fucking poor. And yeah. being, um, like, it's fucking really fucking fascinating. Um, and I think they did that very well uh, because it's sort of the background. And, it like, it affects literally everything about her family, like, how they act and, like, how her, her father is a little, like, he's... Uh, his arc. Yeah, his yeah. whole arc. Um, I thought that was really well done and really interesting. Same here. Um, yeah. It's a good movie. Movie of the year? Tune in next time. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I guess it'll be January when we do that episode, huh? Yeah, because it's still December. Probably. Yeah. We still got to watch The Greatest Showman. Uh, yeah, we do. Hell yeah, we do. <laughs> Anyways. Don't you mean Jumanji 2? Welcome to the jungle? No. There's going to be a fucking, <sighs> again, tangent. <laughs> There's going to be a fucking Jumanji bit at the Game Awards. A Jumanji, yeah. a Jumanji what? Bit. Oh. Because it's like, they're in the game. It's the Game Awards. I bet they can't even fucking get The Rock. It's probably going to be like Jack Black. Yeah, because Jack Black was in a video game. It so it'll be Jack Black. Oh, what fuck. if it's the kids from the beginning of the movie? Yeah, that, actually, that may who be Who go it. into the bodies. Like, I'm a... We're the stars of the new Jumanji movie. We are hardcore <laughs> gamers. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. I'm... Dwayne Johnson plays me in Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle. I feel like I tell him all about who I am. Poor. Three billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri. I have. I actually don't. What the hell is this movie about? I know nothing about it. You're the only person who saw it. I really like this movie, and uh, it's it's one hell of a title. I'll tell you that. But uh, great poster as well. Oh, so, <laughs> such a good poster. Uh, so this movie is basically uh, Frances McDormand's character is name I don't remember her name, but uh, she her daughter was murdered, and oh. uh, the yeah this is serious tone. Let's, let's break let's bring it down. <laughs> let's bring it down, guys. And uh, she, <laughs> Brian, please. Uh, she feels like and it's been like a year or so since her daughter was murdered and she feels like the police are not doing their jobs in trying to get the murder solved and they're not all the they haven't made <laughs> another movie that could have been helped if harry hole was only there uh but yeah so basically she takes a stand against the police department in ebbing missouri by uh buying these three billboards that are on this rarely used stretch of road that leads up to her house because they're these rundown billboards that have nothing on them and she buys them and they it's three billboards the first one says raped while dying second one still no arrests third one how come chief willoughby so she calls out the chief of police and this small town gets all riled up by that because everyone loves the chief of police. And so it's basically, it's a, a really uh, character-driven movie with really awesome performances, but it's basically the story of this town fighting against her while she's trying to get the murder of her daughter solved mm. and also taking opposition with the police department. Mm. And the chief of police is played by Woody Harrelson, and then there's this little deputy guy played by Sam Rockwell, and those are... Those two and uh, Frances McDormand are the main three characters, and it is 
great. Is this based on anything? Because it sounds very I now. I believe so. I don't remember. Okay. It I don't feels remember. very like what audiences would want yeah. now. Um, I feel like I was watching. Very I was serial wa- I was, is what I'm I saying. I was reading, reading something or watching an interview, but the script was written a long time ago. Oh, okay. And, uh, and it was always written with Frances McDermott in mind. And you could tell. And she's great. And she just plays this take no shit from anyone, isn't afraid to be an asshole character, and uh, I really liked it. And it's got it's got that like sort of like redneck, mean spirited, just like gritty grossness that I also enjoy. Mm. So I assume it's just it, it was, really is. Just it per- was written, produced, and and directed by the Martin McDonald. Uh, Martin Mc. Donna, yeah, yeah, he did uh, in Bruges and Seven Psychopaths. Mm. So it looks like it's all from his own mind. Yeah, but it's <coughs> I've seen it described as like a modern western kind of it. Uh, I watched uh, No Country for Old Men for the first time this year. I should rewatch that. It's movie. got a like it's kind of like No Country for Old Men, but if Two? it were uh, yeah, if it were like a really really like pitch black comedy. And uh, I might just be thinking that because it has Woody Harrelson in it, but <laughs> I don't know. It seemed like it had it's a, a comedy, even if it's from the trailer. Yeah, it's yeah. really, I thought it was really funny. And, yeah. But there's also some really, like, dark and disturbing things. It's like things. a black comedy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. But, so does this... So it's the cable guy of this modern No. <laughs> no, it is not. <laughs> so, Carrie, we haven't seen it. Is this top ten? It is for me. Okay. <laughs> let me... Let me see what's on Carrie's list. Okay, uh, well, you can't spoil it. That's content. That's <laughs> this is our content, Ryan. Yeah. It's for, it's for it, my I think, own I think pleasure. It's, I think okay. it's right at number 10, this one is for oh, me. Oh, damn. Okay. So, uh, character and performance driven oh, yeah. and sort of like the relationships between these characters. Yeah, and, and I like... Okay. Uh, it's not really about the mystery as much as the characters, sort of? Yeah, like, it do, It never goes into, like, here are our suspects. Yeah, exactly. Here's okay. who... Like, it's more about her kicking people in the ass right. and being like, hey, why aren't you doing this? And then you find out that there's tragic things going on with those characters. It's like, well, this is why we're not doing this, or this is the thing that's in our way. And so, and I've seen a lot of people talking about this movie and how every single, like, there's characters who have, like, two scenes or less, but you still feel like you got to know them, and it's just really cool. Hmm. All right, cool. I think it's enjoyable. I don't know if you guys will like it, but I really <laughs> liked it. <laughs> All right. Well, let's talk about here we go. Oh my fucking god! Come to get the (laughs) fun fact: This podcast was created because we knew someday there would be a justice. So we could, so we could come together and talk about movies. Because the first trailer for this movie dropped like almost two years ago. Really? Yeah. (laughs) No, because this. No, we did talk about Batman and Superman on this show. We did. Yeah, we did. That was early. It was early, like the yeah. fourth episode. That was the one that, that got corrupted. We got had to fucked. record it again. Oh, that's true. <laughs> yeah. oh, and we lost my Victor Frankenstein discussion. <laughs> Hopefully history has repeat itself. Yeah. <laughs> Just oh, Christ. I don't say that. Oh, man, dude. I didn't. <laughs> so, like, the I fell asleep. During this the movie, thing about the, theme, the theme of November, sleeping at the movies. <laughs> the thing about Justice League is Batman v Superman came out. Yes. It was a Fact. objectively bad movie. Yes. I don't care if you like, it's bad. It's a bad movie. It's bad. But the pro- the first problem with Justice League is it started filming a month after Batman v Superman came out. Oh. 
So the script was already like made, and they were already in pre-production for this movie. And then people were like, "We hate this." <laughs> so then, like, Shit. it immediately went into like, "Oh, we need to fix this as soon as possible." <laughs> so like, it was, it was fuck, it was fucked to begin with, because you know all the sides were there, and then they had to like fix it already. And then they put out a trailer that year of a movie that wasn't going to come out for another year. And people were like, yeah! 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 Batman! Aquaman in the flag! Want to come together! <laughs> and then things happened. Because apparently Warner Brothers didn't like it. Uh, Zack Snyder had to step away from uh, finishing the reshoots and finishing editing it for personal reasons. Uh... There was a death in this family. I won't get into it. But act, but actual series. So they hired Josh Wheaton, a different kind of misogynist, to finish the film. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. That's why his name was on this. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he, even though they had filmed the whole movie, Josh Wheaton rewrote the script enough to, you know, be counted as the screenwriter for the movie. And he d- redirected over half of the fucking movie. And you can tell. You can very easily <laughs> tell. Again, I fell asleep, so I have an idea. And then, you know, he redid it, and they filmed it, like, this summer. Like, it was super soon, and, like, it's, um, from the first scene of the movie, it is noticeable. Because, as everyone knows, Superman had a mustache they had to digitally remove. No, he didn't. I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't see a mustache. How am I fucking at? I remember now what's about this movie. What the fuck was that fucking intro sequence? With the iPhone? Oh, my fucking... <laughs> Hi, Su- Superman. Superman! What's your, what's your fair thing about Earth? And he's like, my fucking girlfriend. <laughs> That's sweet ass. And what it's song? Not, it's not the people that you, you're saving. No, it's no, this bitch. And what was the song they fucking played melodramatic? over the fucking like oh my no not that one you fucking no i just remembered my favorite part of this movie when they had that newspaper with david bowie and prince and superman in the middle and the headline was did they go back to their home planet it's like fuck this movie actually (laughs) nothing about the dc movies make, (laughs) make superman out to be like the hero of earth no matter how many times they tell me he is he's just so sad all the time and it's like What's your fucking problem? Super sad, man. <laughs> More like sad, man. Everybody knows. Everybody knows. They played the fucking sad version of everybody knows. The deck is loaded. Everybody knows. I guess I'm the only one who knows I don't know that song. Oh, I know that song. But anyways, they played the super fucking melodramatic while like a fucking puppy got fucking like strangled or whatever the hell. Oh, uh, yeah. Superman the end is here or whatever the fucking shit. They had to digitally move his mustache. Some fucking homeless it guy it holding the jar empty of piss. It's empty. <laughs> <laughs> I remember on our way home from the movie, you were. You, you haven't were said dri- anything meaningful were, about this film at all. You were driving. Oh, no. you, you were driving me and our friend Zoe home, and you both were like, something felt weird about Henry Cavill's face, didn't it? And I was like, oh, I got a story for you guys. Because it's so. Like, that's the main thing pro- people talk about about this movie, but, but I, it's so bad. I will yeah, s- the rest of it's just bad. It's inconsistent. I will, yeah, I will say, I, I saw the beginning of this movie, ending of this movie, and <laughs> I nothing in between. So I have no idea what happened to this. So if you come at me, like, actually, I, it's kind of liberating because, like, I, I, needed to, I needed me. to watch it. I needed to watch it. I didn't want to watch it. Yourself. But now I can say I watched it and I fell asleep. And for some reason, I feel at peace about that. I don't know why. <laughs> but anyways, 
it felt very different from Batman vs Superman. I will say that very much. It felt like optim- yeah, it, it tried it's, to be more buddy. Than, it's better than that. But it tried to be very buddy buddy and very. Yeah. It felt Josh. We it felt like Avengers a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, not in like quality or not that Avengers is the best <laughs> movie. Quality. But, like, <laughs> it still looked like a Zack Snyder movie, but with like a fun dumb tone. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. But, but I honestly would have preferred another Batman v Superman. Over really? This. It's. <laughs> So inconsistent, and the funny part, the funny parts are bad. The <laughs> a lot flash, of air the, 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 oh my god, flash was so fucking. The flash annoying. was the most obnoxious, oh. annoying character. You uh, can tell a bad time to bring up my blood sugar. <laughs> you can tell that every one of his seats was easily was just reshot with like, oh, we need you to. So- all we right. need a funny quip. All right, Ezra Miller. Joke number 217. Right. He has like a Rolodex. <laughs> Ezra, get, bust, out, bust out a real gut buster, all right? We're really all right, it. 224 is hilarious. <laughs> I came up with it last night. You're going to love it. Um, check, please. And it's like, cut. We're, I know for a fact we'll put that one in the movie right after Superman gets his ass handed to him literally by Batman. And so... The one positive thing I've heard people say about this is the end. It ended. <laughs> Actually, yes. People keep saying, like, I like the way it ended. And do you feel it feels cheap to me? It feels just because. Because they beat the gray villain with no And it was motivation. all fun and, like, we're fucking just. Before, I'm sorry, but, like, for, the villain was bad. His power was he could teleport places and just pick up <laughs> and, cubes. And yoink the cube and just shoot up. Which, by face. the way, were the humans put the cube in the dirt? Did you see that? All right, we, we, okay. So there's three so cubes. There's three cubes. <laughs> there's one with, with the, the Amazonians, one with the Atlanteans, and one with the humans. Yeah. The Amazonians ladies put them in these, like, pedestals surrounded by guards. There's, like, a, there's like a fortress. Like, they built buildings just for this <laughs> sacred like artifact. people Because if you put these three cubes together, the whole planet just... Fucking the explodes. whole no, the whole planet terraforms into this hellscape that this guy wants. It's like, huh? And the humans, they dug a hole in the ground and just yoked it in there. Yeah, like, and it wasn't Atlantis, even a deep hole. Atlantis and the Amazonians were like, we have dedicated structures to protect this cube and keep it from danger. And the humans were like, mm, bury it this bitch and bury it in the <laughs> bury it in the backyard, I guess. And the dumbest part is, it took him the longest to, to find, find that, that one. <laughs> And when he found it, it was because they were fighting Superman because of like, oh, he's so bad. I woke up. I woke up for that part. And he's just like, oh yeah, sweet. (laughs) He teleported away. That's the part where he goes to Lois Lane, right? And he's like, super hot. They they bring out the big gun. But it's because it's it's because in Batman v Superman, the Flash was like, Lois Lane is the key. Because like, if they didn't bring Lois to that scene, he would have killed all of her. Oh sure. Okay, got it. Anyways. Because wow. obviously the puss is so much more important than killing everyone else. That's the one thing keeping Superman's humanity alive. Jesus oh, Christ. That is the one joke that made me genuinely laugh in this movie when, when Ezra Miller was just like, Pet cemetery. <laughs> but that's just because I like Pet cemetery. Anyways. <laughs> the ending. What you liked about the ending? Uh, nothing. I, <laughs> nothing. I don't know. I don't know. The after credit stuff was fine. I guess. Was that the running The thing? running yeah, thing. Running, and it, was, it was obnoxious because Ezra Miller and the Superman have no chemistry. Yeah. Like, they do I, not look like they would hate out in real life. I feel like they were just trying to make a fun, like, yeah. camaraderie. Well, yeah, they, were like, they were like, we need a goofy one and a, and a serious one. And, like, the, the, the Legion of Doom thing. I, <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg oh, yeah. is starting the Legion Fucking of Evil. God damn it. He's gonna buy Snapchat. <laughs> 
I don't get why they put Deathstroke there, because a yeah. normal fucking person doesn't know who Deathstroke is. Yeah, who? <laughs> Which one was he? Was Did he you the... watch Teen Titans as a kid? A little bit. The bad guy with the orange face. Don't not a, not a lot, I guess. Okay. <laughs> he was the main villain of the Teen Titans show. Is Deathstroke? I remember. Is... I remember liking the girl in purple a lot. The one with the Raven. Raven. No, yeah. not her. The one with the red hair. The, the oh, the Starfire. Two, the two piece. Yeah. Starfire. Yeah, she's dope. I like her. Yeah. yeah, that's all I remember. Why are they making a fucking Teen Titans movie? Well, here's the thing: because the only good thing about Teen Titans is the cartoon show. Teen Titans, the comic book is garbage. Oh yeah, I know. And it's fucking. But just make, awful. just take those characters. And it's... by the way, Cyborg actually. Oh yeah. Awful. <laughs> like the like I know I can't compare like the cartoon character and the movie character, but he's so sad. And like I get it, you're sad because you're a gross robot man. I don't know why. My are. software updated overnight. Now I don't know what my arms can do. <laughs> <laughs> but he's so sad, and like he, he delivers said, all of his lines. He said, so like, yeah. uh, would you say he delivers them robotically, right? <laughs> yes, I would. <laughs> but like, and then he says "booyah" at the end, and it, he does. He, yeah, and that's like his catchphrase in the show. In oh. in the comics, he like blasts people. And like in the comics, he's like funny. He's like, "Haha, booyah! I'm a robot!" Bang, bang, bang. But the movie's like, "Haha." Booyah. And he might as well be saying fucking Bazinga at that point because the line has no meaning or significance because his character is not fun. He goes, Booyah, and then Aquaman's like, My man! <laughs> Superman's like, What happened? The Batman's like, Ow, my, my legs hurt. My knee. It is incredible to see a movie that only exists because they someone desperately wants to, to make something happen here like it's yeah. so just by, interesting just sheer force of like fucking i don't even know it's so I, interesting how there's t- like watching the trailers the old trailers again you can say there's easily like another hour of movie that we missed God. and like i'm curious to see what that was <laughs> like i don't know what's wrong with me like i would generally watch a director's cut not the joss whedon director's cut <laughs> the other guy <laughs> But have you heard about Wonder Woman's ass, though? Let's put that in the movie a million times. Like, every single time they had, like, a Wonder Woman ass shot in the movie. Every time she was, like, her ass was, like, center screen, she'd be like, oh, my God, what's happening? Like, her ass would be there. Really? It's like, oh, my God. I mean, those are, like, objectively, those leather pants are stylish. It's true. And you do look great in them, but I don't need to see your ass a thousand Mm. times. What, what people like about your character is your ass wasn't in the movie the whole time. Yeah. in your own movie, and now it's just your ass. So, is Zack Snyder coming back for another one of these? Or is I don't it... think so. I don't think they like him anymore. Uh-huh. Which is I mean, I, to be fair, I don't... Listen, Zack Snyder may not be a competent filmmaker, but I will also say that he probably doesn't deserve whatever fucking demands that these fucking executives... Because oh, yeah. there's no way... They, it's gotta be a fucking nightmare. Oh, uh, yeah. Um... But, yeah, what, like, my whole thing with Zack Snyder is he makes very stylish stuff. And, like, I don't think you can argue. Stylish is a, like, it has a look to it. It has a look, and I, I like it. It, yeah. it, lo- it looks nice. It's his look. You can't take away his that look. Looks really great, that looks really great, That looks great, Zack. Watchmen job. looked good. That's that's all I'll say. But Yeah, and. That, didn't lo- that was the least Zack Snyder looking movie, though. Which movie? Watchmen. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> Um, but like this movie, like it just took so much of like 
Like I hated his, I hate his movie. You were sure? But like it, it sucks that they took away like what he wanted his movie to be. Like at last minute, that just feels wrong. Because this feels like a corporate product, yeah. completely. Yeah. yeah. And like that makes me feel bad, especially because he had a fucking family tragedy yeah. that took him away from finishing the movie. Yeah. No, anyways. So like it makes me just feel bad for Zack Snyder, which is something I thought I'd never <laughs> should, say. You should send Zack Snyder a card. <laughs> From movies are real. So fuck Warner Brothers, I guess. Uh, yeah. Whatever Except the f- for it. That you did good oh, on that one. Or whatever the production cut is like evil twisted pictures or the fucking shit. I don't fucking know. Zack no, uh Joss Whedon International. There you He's probably gonna direct the what's it fucking movie? Batgirl movie. He's still oh, on board for man. that. If there's a movie, I do read not the see. fucking room. <laughs> Holy shit! Oh wow. Anyways, that was November. That's Justice League. <laughs> no one. Wa- <laughs> no one watched it, and anyone who did watch it probably hated it. <laughs> Right now. I feel bad because that Movies song is also, is also produced by uh, Junkie XL, who did the soundtrack for Mad Max. It's a good soundtrack. Anyways. December th- has some surprisingly good movies for being the end of Woo! the month. Yeah. yeah you don't think. Shape of Water. Yeah. Which apparently is a smaller movie that's being distributed. Well, I don't think it is. I think I just looked at the, because there's like a New York premiere date that I think I yeah. was looking at. Then I was uh, like, that's when, the release on, date. On Rotten Tomatoes, they had it listed for the first, but that was just, like, the New York. God damn it, Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's I thought it was the first, too. And yeah, then, okay. like, it's yeah, like, I think it's, it's a like, big movie. I don't know. It's starting at the first, the first week, it's just New York. And after that, it's all the big cities. And then after that, it's pretty much everywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Guillermo del yes. Toro. Yeah. Fishman. Lady likes Fishman. She's deaf. Um, no, no, she's mute. She's mute, yes. Because there's a scene in the trailer where she's like, no, she's mute, she can hear you. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, yeah. Woman I falls saw in... the trailer once, and I, and I didn't, I didn't really <laughs> Lady falls in love with the fish. Lady falls in love with the fish man. Yeah. First time we saw this trailer was in front of a monkey movie, and I liked this trailer oh, more right. than I liked the monkey movie. I like yes, I'm, more I'm really excited for this movie. Yeah. Um, I'm so, so excited. I'm indifferent. God, every time... <sighs> I wish I like Crimson Peak so much more. I wish, I wish, Oof. I like. I want to. That movie looks really like that good. movie looks fucking unbelievable. I just really like that movie. Ah, uh, it's them, them gothic horror movies. But I just got, I just, no, I just got nothing. I have that me- that poster there. That's yeah, been there for years. It's and every time I remember a Crimson Peak. Every good. time I look at that poster, I remember, I do not own that movie because I don't like it. Yeah. I just rewatched that movie a few weeks ago, actually. Anyways, Why Shape of Water. I love it. Shape of Water. That's the thing. I'm it's excited to watch that. Fun. People this... are saying a lot of positive things. Mm-hmm. People are saying it is the ladybird of fish romance <laughs> movies. Okay. It's the ladybird of monster. I didn't think this next movie is actually going to make it to the end of the year. I thought it was going to be next year. The Disaster Artist. The movie based yeah. on the making of The Room. Oh. The Tommy Wiseau film. Starring both Franco brothers. Mm-hmm. Which I didn't re- it didn't hit me until I lit. Oh, it's like it's both of them. Yeah. The better yeah. Franco has in it. <laughs> yeah. Dave Franco. Yeah, Dave Franco. Um, it's weird how Dave Franco is considered the better. Yeah, Franco. he's a fa- he's the favorite. Even Franco. though like he's not 
in anything. I think people just like him. He, like, he's in all of our hearts, right? Well, That's the thing. Like, well, if, same. Like, okay. Like, he, but, like I try to think. I'm like, what's a Dave Franco movie? It's but like, it, well, that came but, but here's the thing. Like, he's so like the best boy that I'm waiting for something bad to happen. Like, yeah. he's just like, yeah, like ah. Uh, anyways. So how do you feel about the room? I don't I've, love them. I don't even think it's fun to watch. I've never I've, seen it. I've only seen like best of clips on YouTube. Yeah. Okay, so I've seen the whole thing. Um, it's a fucking bizarre movie. Yeah. Um, I feel like I would love it. Like, like it's it not. Seems like my kind of. Thing. I think it's more like fascinating and bizarre. Like it's a fucking trip, man. Mm-hmm. That sex scene's fucking bizarre. <laughs> That's probably the the best part of that movie, in my personal opinion. Well, he's having sex with her belly. Well, he's having sex with her belly, but like, it's just fucking weird <laughs> um but yeah uh th- yeah i don't know the room is a in- weird thing and it seems like they're uh it seems like the story of the room is way more interesting than the actual film because I-, I really think it's not a very good movie like it's not even a fun movie to watch like it has moments i think if you just discovered the room if you were the first person to discover sure, this fucking yeah. movie you'd be like what, what the, the fuck? fuck is this fucking thing <laughs> it's like a bird demic that's automatically all the way on the other side of like whoa, um, yeah. Because like the story is like Tommy Wiseau, like he came out of nowhere. He funded this movie himself. He paid for this billboard in in L.A. for five years, apparently. <laughs> that had a phone number that, from what I understand from research, was probably his personal phone number. Amazing. So people would call him and be like, "Hey," and he's like, hey, "It's my movie. You should see. It's good." Um. Tommy. But so, yeah. yeah, like, just that character, the character of the real person yeah. is so interesting. It's, the, it's like this person who's, like, um, he's got this heart of gold, uh, and he really but wants... But he's also, like, come on, man. Like, he's just, like, not, like, he, he, he just, just don't got it, man. But he, but he... But he just does it anyways, and it makes this fucking bizarre fucking film. And this is the sort of making of, uh, making of like from the lens of a Seth Rogen production, uh, because it is produced through Good Good Universe. Um, him and Evan Goldberg, is that his name? Yeah, yep. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I- I'm excited. I hope this pans the, out. The real Tommy Wiseau makes a cameo in a post credit scene. Yeah, I heard. <laughs> so we gotta say after the credits for the Franco and also the, action. the actress and the, who played the actor and the actress who played Johnny and I forget her name are in the movie. It seems from the trailer, I was like, that's that actress. Okay. Uh, that's definitely that actress who gets fucked with the belly button. <laughs> oh, nice. Um, with that red dress. Lisa. Yeah, Lisa. There you go. Lisa. And that one little kid who like wants to watch them have sex. It's a fucking weird movie. He's like you did drugs what's yeah. wrong with you oh, <laughs> play football with me uh, <laughs> anyways i'm super excited yeah i'm excited yeah. we should definitely see good. that this yeah, week we should watch that uh we haven't gone to a movie all of us together in a yeah while. it's been fucking it's been a thing <laughs> no, it's been a while it's been a it's been a couple of months i'll tell you what uh, yeah <laughs> Uh, Let's talk there's about, a Star think, Wars movie coming. I think I'm the only one of us who's really excited yes. for the new yeah. Star Wars. Yes, yeah, I bet you are. <laughs> yeah. I wonder what it could be. <laughs> My girlfriend has a lightsaber. It's awesome. That's true. We uh, didn't even talk about her I feel like during in general, in, Yeah, it's true. In general, the excitement for this just feels really low. I think it was Rogue oh. One. I, uh, it, yeah. In that. Because Rogue One came out and people were just confused and like <laughs> people were super hyped leaving and then like. A week later, like actually. But the thing is, a- I, actually, the thing is, I walked, happened? I walked into Rogue One being fucking hyped as fuck. Yeah. Like I liked, it, and I still like that movie a lot. But I see the trailer. I, I see the trailers for the 
the last Jedi, and it does nothing for me. Yeah. Be- I think it's because like they, they're trying to not show anything. Also, I haven't seen The Force Awakens since it came out. Oh, really? I've yeah. only seen it once. I've seen it Wait, no, I lied. I saw part of it, I think. I don't remember. I don't care. <laughs> I've seen it. I've re- Look, people, people know me as the guy who didn't like Star Wars growing <laughs> up. Because I was so confused as to what the prequels were. Because I was fucking seven. People would watch the first Star Wars movie. And I was like, okay. So I watched The Phantom Menace because it has one in the title. It's like, this sucks. <laughs> and then I eventually watched the other ones. Like, you know what? Fuck this. And then I could watch The Force Awakens. And I liked it a lot. It's, Listen. It's good. Because it's got Daisy Ridley. That's it's got true. John Boyega. It's got mm, Oscar Isaac. Ooh, mm. I forgot about it's that. It's got porgs. It's got... I love the porgs. Oh, my fucking God. Oh, are those God. those little guinea pig things? Yes. Oh, boy. I love the them. Minions? No, oh, they're not oh, minions. Oh God. They're like ping- They're like tropical penguins. I love them so what? much. That's a puffin. <laughs> There's puffins in the morning. I look. I am Team Porg. I do not care. I am on Team Porg just because I don't want to be that guy for once. You don't want to be that guy. I like. I like the. Here's the thing, Porg. I like the merchandise around Porgs. I don't like yeah. the Porgs in the movie. I like the concept of Porgs. Yes, <laughs> I don't like the hyper realistic Porg in the film. I think we got to see the motion. I truly appreciate Oscar Isaac. But oh, hey, I hope. Yeah. But hey, I mean, it's a new Star Wars movie, and that's exciting. It's always exciting until um, we see this Han Solo movie next year. I really which like. Which is apparently it. Oh, supposed yeah. to still happen in May of next yeah. year. <laughs> Can you believe that? I mean, they shot Justice League in the summer, I guess. So yeah, but possible. there's not even a trailer for a movie that comes out in May. That's true. <sighs> a movie that no one wants to see. Maybe one person who's like, I can't wait to see the Han Solo movie. I mean, no one. There was no ex- one gives a shit about there it. There was before they re- there was before Ron Howard got the even, most basic. Like, the directors were the one thing that yeah, like, was that's true. That's true. That it. was the one thing. That was the one thing. Because the because like we trust it, you. Yeah, the concept of it is not interesting yeah, to me not at all. all. Yeah, and now <laughs> Ron and like Ron Howard's a good director. <laughs> The Grinch. Let me tell you about Christmas. Oh, the Jim Carrey one. Jim Hell yeah. Yeah. I know you're joking, but I love that movie. Let me tell you about a film <laughs> called Inferno. Oh, oh yeah, I was just thinking. I was like, I know I saw. A Let me tell you movie. about In the Heart of the Sea. Inferno is great. Tom Hanks forgot what coffee is. Ron Howard puts out like good movies, but not movies that you're like. Yeah, fucking. Yeah. Was that Cocoon? He was the Cocoon, yeah. No one's like that. Ron Howard movie really changed the way I view Ron Howard movies. I don't know, man. Ron Howard's not great. Star Wars. Star Wars. Last Jedi. Mark Hamill is back. I do like Mark Hamill. Why did you write down Ferdinand in this book? Because John Cena plays the bull. Okay, never mind. I'm on board now. I'm on board now. It's a dog. No, bull. Bull. He's a bull. He's a bull with a heart of gold. And it's voiced by John Cena. And it's also, I was looking at the IMDb page today. It's got Flula Borg in it. He's a YouTuber that I really like. Oh, okay. He's a, oh, he's the a German guy. Yeah, he's a German DJ who uh, does a lot of cool music stuff, but he also has this running series where he breaks down American slang really confusedly early in the morning. <laughs> the only thing I saw him in, he was on Conan's show. Oh, yeah? 
he went to a nude beach with Conan, and it was really funny. That sounds very Conan. <laughs> it was really funny. Yeah, I love Flula, and I love, I love John, John Cena. Cena. I hope John doesn't reveal John Cena's a scumbag. I really like John Cena. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got another well, month actually, of 2017 I mean, I'm, yeah, to find out how many people love our scumbags. <laughs> I know. He's married to Nikki Bella? I don't know. Don't know who that is. Uh, she's a wrestler. Oh, uh, what a He's a wrestler. That's what he does, yeah. Oh, he is? Yeah. <laughs> I thought he was just an actor. I thought he, I thought he made his story Everyone knows in Fred. In Trainwreck. <laughs> uh, he played Fred's, Fred's dad. But not his Fred is dad. 100% the next person to be revealed as a scumbag, right? Fred? Yeah. Lucas Cruikshank is like, a, he still does YouTube videos. He yeah. does like challenge videos and blogs. Oh, did he just, did he drop the character, Fred? Yeah, yeah. he dropped the, he, I don't think he's able to do the character. I think yeah, someone owns like it. Yeah, like a Nickelodeon think, thing. Uh, Nick, right, Nick he produced the sh- movies. Nick well, Nick also had a show about Fred, oh. and I think they took the character from him. And now I don't now, think he wants to do it anymore. No, I <laughs> think he. That's probably a bad deal I either way, he, but yeah, I think after doing three Fred movies in a TV show God. when you're in your mid twenties, it's like you know what? <laughs> it's probably a little weird. A little weird, but yeah, he does his own YouTube stuff, and he he came out too, so like he's very happy. Anyways, Jumanji. Jumanji, Jum- welcome to the jungle. Buddy. Do you think this movie is gonna kill? Do you think I it's don't gonna be successful? Think, what do you mean kill? Like, like it's gonna be like, very. I will be dead. It will murder <laughs> our wallets. Like it will make a, will be It will make a lot Christmas. of money. Yes, it's gonna make a fuck ton of money. I think. Look, like people. People like, like The Rock. But also, no one saw Baywatch. Because it was bad, also. Yeah, but like, this is Jumanji. <laughs> Come on, man. Mm. Look, I am actually. But it's Jumanji. It doesn't like. It doesn't like. Look, look. Here's the thing. Jurassic Park did a shit ton of money because it felt like it's had the feeling of a Jurassic Park. This doesn't feel like at all. Yeah. Jumanji. None of the feelings of Jumanji. Like, there's nothing here. It's all gone. It's all replaced with Guns N' Roses. They took all like the sense of adventure and being a child and all of that and just because fucking Guns N' Roses. Are played by Dwayne Johnson, uh, Karen Gillian. Oh my God. I oh love. Jesus yeah. Christ. <laughs> yeah. She um, looks unbelievable in that movie. You, could, she, you guys uh, she, gonna make she's, it? She's, she's, uh, she's I, I You know, I so controlled much. myself when we were talking about Oscar Isaac a few minutes yeah. ago. You guys can well, rate it. I could really control myself talking about Oscar Isaac. <laughs> you didn't say anything about Jason Momoa. I look, man, that movie, just, that movie did that not. Made yeah, me, that yeah. made me not like Jason Momoa anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I will flesh. say the fact that they made that poor man walk around in wet jeans all day. Good lord. Oh, That's see the, the Aquaman movie, the whole movie, just him in wet jeans. <laughs> What's your superpower? Uh, I put on jeans that are immediately just soaked. It's like, oh, oh. oh. Anyways, Jumanji. Uh, Karen Gillian. Mwah. Kevin Hart. Ke- Mwah. No. <laughs> no. Jack Black. No. Mwah. <laughs> Jack Black's fine with me. I like Jack Black a lot. I like Jack Black a lot. Yeah, yeah. He's good. Yeah, he's... I want him to come back. Yeah, way. me too. I miss the old Jack. I miss the old you. You know, Tenacious D. Not the movie the, Tenacious D. The last D, thing I saw him in was Goosebumps. Yeah. Oh, right. Goosebumps and uh, Broken Age, because he was in that game. He was in Broken Age. Oh. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. That's all, yeah. The greatest showman. <sighs> this movie better be fucking good. I need it to be good. Yes. I need it to be fucking good. I don't, I don't think it will be at all. <laughs> I, don't, I don't either, but you know what? It's got you. And I need it to get, I, need... I love the prestige as much as everyone else. Oh my fucking god. I love that Let movie. me tell you about, like, because, like I said, I wanted La La Land to be a certain thing, and it wasn't that thing 
at all. And you so are, and if you the greatest showman's gonna be the <laughs> La La I, 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 I don't want to break your spirit here, but, but if I, you didn't think La La Land was good, I don't think. I just want show. like I have a crazy feeling you're not gonna. I want like fucking. Like fucking set pieces of music, and it's fucking big and loud and energetic. Yeah, but Zac Lance. Efron's in it, so it's immediately ruined. But it fucking got Hugh Jackman. <laughs> it's got Hugh Jackman. That's true. Get, get your head in the game. I saw him. Let me. A movie I don't give a fuck about, but every mo- every like every bit with him singing is fucking phenomenal in that movie, That's dude. True. So good. Speaking of singing and phenomenal oh movies, pitch perfect three. I don't think I've hated a movie. <laughs> I don't think I've been more of a fucking. Baby. I don't think I've been more of a that fucking guy in than when I saw Pitch Perfect. Is the first it's, Pitch Perfect good? I thought it was absolutely fucking awful. Oh, I whoa. saw it. It was another one of those uh, where I was in a room full of friends, and they were like, "This is the funniest movie I've ever seen." <laughs> no, I was in high school. Everyone was like, "It's so funny." It's so many people in high school liked it. It's like I refuse to see and, this like, movie. It was now. okay, but and I saw the second one just because it had Blue Wood in it. <laughs> He's back. <laughs> I, I forgot about that until just now. I'm going to see I like Blue. He's the best part of the second one. He goes on this whole this whole tangent trying to remember Fat Amy's name. He's like. I don't care who you are, obese Denise, Lacey Susie. <laughs> it just feels very basic as fuck. Oh, yeah. It's just the most basic fucking Instagram filter. Fucking, it's just not great. This has to be the last one, right? It is. Yeah, It's definitely. the last one. Last call, pitches. That's what it says on the poster. That doesn't mean anything. It, it's They're trying to say bitches, but they say oh, pitches instead. You know what? Now you've turned me around. I'm so excited for this movie. Downsizing. We're in Nebraska. Fucking Alexander Payne. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I did not like Nebraska. The movie. I never I saw didn't it. See it. It's mm. boring. See, yeah, a movie called Nebraska is boring. <laughs> Whoa. It's also a movie that's like, it's in black and white, but like, yeah. there's no, like... Oh. Ben Affleck works for Omaha Steaks in downsizing. Is that what it's about? No, no, and it's black. My, it's black and white, but like, there's no like core reason why it should be in black. There's no like aesthetic to it. It's like they just like. Looks good. We gotta give this movie an edge. It's also just like boring and like it's just about like some people in like I believe Missouri who drive down to Lincoln. But they're in Missouri. It is called Nebraska. But they're going down to Lincoln. What? They're going down to Lincoln in Nebraska. That's the capital of the state this podcast is filmed in. Filmed? Damn it. I thought we were on camera. What's that camera right there then, George? Uh, So it's about people and it can... Matt Damon becomes a tiny man. Oh yeah, Matt Damon was from Omaha Steaks, sorry. Same people. (laughs) And they become tiny because the earth is overpopulated. And when they're small, small, you can fit more people. (laughs) What a surprise. More Omaha steaks for Christmas. (laughs) He's going to get an Omaha steak delivered to his house. It's going to be fucking giant. The Christmas Christmas season is the only time I hear the word Omaha more than I usually do. Like outside of people who live in Omaha. Yeah. Is an Uh, Omaha steak good? Because I've had them. I don't 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 care. I've had a I don't I don't love steak either, so I've I'm not a, the wrong person. I think I've only had Omaha steaks, and I'm just like, if this whenever is we go to steakhouse, I get a burger. Fine. <laughs> when we go to steakhouses, I get chicken tenders. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I do that same thing a lot. Not I always have it a lot. So yeah, downsizing. Yeah, you think you'll be good? I'm not gonna I see. I'm not interested in it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. Father figures. All right, let me tell you about father <laughs> figures. Have you heard of Mamma Mia? 
Yes. And you watch Mamma Mia, and you're like, I like this, but I wish instead of Amanda Seyfried, it was Owen Wilson and Owen Wilson. And instead of Colin Firth and whoever the other two were. Pierce Brosnan. Pierce Brosnan. How could I forget? And whoever the other guy was. Instead of those three, what if it was J.K. Simmons, Christopher Walken, some ESPN guy? <laughs> So yeah, it's basically. I saw uh, the, I saw a trailer in front of a YouTube video, and it was Ed Helms shooting a tranquilizer dolt at a man, and oh, it was like, "You shot her dad! Wow! You shot, you shot her dad. dad! What are you wow. doing? That's crazy!" I got this trailer. I'm gonna speak even more lightly. I got microphone. this trailer in front of Jigsaw. <laughs> The ESPN, what does it mean? The ESPN guy, Stephen A. Smith. Is Stephen A. Smith in this Who movie? cares? <laughs> who the fuck cares about Father? Yeah, who the fuck cares, actually? I thought it would be funny. <laughs> I wanted to do the bit about Mamma Mia, but it's with Owen Wilson and Ed Helms. Look, I would pay you to see that movie, but also, I would not pay you to see that movie. It is not Stephen A. Smith. Look, if the distributor of Father Figures would like to send free tickets to the movie, two movies are real, we will gladly watch your movie. Give it a bad review on our <laughs> podcast, and then never bring it up again. And that's on you. So that's the yeah. month of December, guys. What are we looking forward to? Um, I Shape of Water Showman. and uh, yeah, the Great Showman, Disaster Artist, and Star Wars. I think Wars. Uh, I think uh, Shape of Water, if it is what I want it to be, maybe top ten. Yeah. Uh, and I can also see Greatest Showman, maybe. Maybe, maybe. I feel like I could see it being top ten for me, but yeah. that's just because I'm the musicals bitch. I, I like know. musicals when they're good. La La Land <laughs> fucking sucks. Oh my so god! I'm glad we <laughs> saw it after. Get out of your apartment. I'm glad right we now. saw it after our, we did our list because fuck what that movie. The fuck? It's bad. <laughs> we got an edgy take here, guys. It's bad. <laughs> Unforgettable music puts me to fucking Excuse sleep. Me. Excuse me. Uh, Audio uh, Nightquill. Spotify just did their. Uh, oh here's your top God. 100 songs of 2017. A lot of them are La La Land songs on mine. <laughs> I only had a Spotify for two weeks because I didn't like it, and then what I went. This? I went to it, and it was. I was like four songs. Because <laughs> I did. I was like barely used it. I was like, oh, that's fine. <laughs> hmm. That's pretty funny. Anyways. That's a podcast. What are you guys? What do you guys got to catch up on for the top movies of the year? I got a whole fucking list. I think oh, I had it on my phone. Know. Let me see here. I I have nothing. I feel like I saw the most out of us. You did. Oh, I know you did. Yes, you did. <laughs> I, I've seen your list, Carrie. So like for me, I still need to see. Let me get my list up. I still need to see Killing Sacred Deer. Probably will not get to yeah, that. Yeah, probably not gonna get. I that still want to get to Ingrid Goes West. Have not seen that yet. <laughs> That's, That's good. the one thing I have like uh, that I would fight for to have then. I watched it. I liked it. Mm-hmm. Other than that, mm, I, think... I did air here on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. So I know I have Raw. I have Brigsby Bear to oh watch. I have a uh, personal shopper to watch. So like pretty much like the two the two big fa- like personal favorites here. Uh, I have uh, but up but up something else. Let me. I never pulled this list up. Let me see here. Um, dude, you can you gotta catch up on Carrie. Uh, I don't know. Is there? <laughs> I don't think it, you. You're very good at seeing stuff. Yeah, because you're I have, life. Huh? I have well, I have Wednesdays off and I don't do anything during the day, so I just go to movies. Oh, that's fair. <laughs> um. 
but yeah, once I'm know. done with school, oh. I'll be able to do that a lot more. You can come with me. We can have a movie day. Oh. <laughs> Girls out on the town watching movies at Hell, 10 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but for me, I don't know. Like For me, even like the stuff I didn't get to see, I wasn't feeling extremely passionate about. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. I feel like I feel like you're gonna be into Raw. I really, I just hope in my heart that you're into Raw. Okay. I love that. I've watched it like five times now. I love it. Uh, I've I've seen it twice and I, I did, not, I did not like it the second time either. No. Oh. Oh. Anyways, that's a podcast. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Movies Are Real. Uh, like we've sort of been mentioning, at some point coming up soon will be our top ten of 2017. Next episode will just be a regular episode. Uh, we'll go from there, I guess. Uh, you can rate and review us on iTunes. That'd be wonderful. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at jcruzalvarez26. Ryan, where can the people find you? At RyanPans on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Ask, uh, ask Arby's what their uh, opinion is, or Wendy's. What was going on with Wendy's on Twitter? Someone asked them what their favorite movies of the year are, and then it, they had a really in-depth answer. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I do that them one of the biggest personal shopper and got no response, <laughs> even though I had Wendy's Would you say that they ghosted you, Ryan? No! <laughs> Carrie, where can the people find you? Uh, they can find me on Twitter at car underscore E. Lyles. Change your <laughs> handle. I can't. <laughs> the bit. The <laughs> With that, thank you for listening to our episode of Movies Are Real, and we'll see you next time.